0: Hello and welcome to the Passenger Seat Podcast, a podcast designed to fill your passenger seat with chat about classic cars, all recorded from my 1968 Morris Minor Peggy. I'm Becca and today I'm driving on my way to work been kind of called back into the office uh, on most days of the week now so it means that Peggy is getting quite a few more trips out a week and has given me a few more opportunities to get those podcast recordings in without just going for uh, a leisurely drive. My quirk of classic car ownership today is how there's always something that you would like to be doing on your car, little few things that you want to tweak, how there's always an order that needs to be made for a few parts. I'm now on my fourth week in a row making an order from ESM and uh, those parts should be arriving today for me to try and have a fiddle about with tonight and hopefully fix a few little issues that we've noticed cropping up. Went to on Sunday the Gaydon's British Motor Museum BMC and British Leyland day event. It takes place as I kind of said at uh, Gaydon's Motor Museum, not a museum that i would personally been to before, but was only about a two hours drive away from us when we looked into it. So we decided that it was probably worth. Popping along. We heard about it when we attended the picnic weekend at Kelmarsh a few weekends ago. I was a little bit hesitant to uh, agree to it on the spot as that would have, well, that was our third weekend in a row attending a show. Uh, But when we got home and we had to think about it and talk about it, we decided that it was worth doing and that we'd also bring along uh, my younger sister and her boyfriend as passengers just to give them a bit of an experience uh, day out as well and uh, hopefully bring some more young people into being interested in classic cars for those of you watching at some point in the future uh, the actual specific event that i'm talking about took part uh, place on the 11th of july uh, in 2021 on a sunday The drive over for us was reasonably uh, problem free, especially compared to attending the Hot Rod show the week before. We only really had a slight issue with the driver's side door popping open. I recently put some new door seals on there uh, because the previous owner had got kind of the thinnest level door seals and then put various different thicknesses of. Uh, draft excluder stuck onto it so it looks kind of messy especially as it was starting to peel off so I invested in some new door seals especially for going to shows and things like that and uh, they're just taking a little bit of time to bed in and there's a few things that mean that the door was pinging open uh, every so often when we were on the kind of back country roads that wasn't too much of an issue But when we realised we were about to pull on the A14, we did pull over and decide to just take the door seals off, and uh, that meant that the door wouldn't have pinged open on the A14, which was not something I wanted to be dealing with. that we were going in the right direction. In fact, we'd seen signs for things like the Great Herb Exhibition, which is apparently also in the area, and was very mildly tempting to go and see what on earth that is. But we hadn't seen any signs for the British Motor Museum. uh, So we were a little bit worried, but then eventually a little Austin Maxi pulled out in front of us, and we realized that we were perhaps on the right track this was further confirmed when we got to the kind of traffic lights just outside uh, the museum and the traffic jam looks like the strangest collection of all cars 30 years plus old um, some of them even going close to probably nearly 80 years old because there were some really old mgs and also a pre-war morris minor and it was the bizarrest thing i've ever seen this all kind of traffic jamming into this Uh, exhibition place and uh, really uh, causing quite a stir on that main road it was a really fascinating thing to see and really got me quite excited for what we were going to be able to see when we were in the event we pulled in very quickly directed to where the Morris miners were parked Morris miners seemed to have an absolutely fantastic spot to be honest we were really looking over quite a lot of the other cars up a little bit of a mound and so I'm sure some people who were better thinking than me uh, managed to get some really good shots of these Morris miners looking over all the rest of the cars that were attending and there really was so many cars that were attending, as far as you could see there were cars and also beyond where you could see there were there were more cars. We parked up, straightened up all my wheels and things like that and uh, put the door excluder back on and were pretty, greeted, pretty quickly greeted by some people that we'd met at the picnic a few weekends ago who were very kind of pleased to see us and and welcomed us again, which was really lovely and and nice uh, to see. Uh, Definitely made my sister and her boyfriend feel like it was quite a friendly event. And we quickly started to get ourselves sorted because we realized that if we were going to have any chance of seeing even half of what was there, we were going to have to get a little bit of a wiggle on. Once we were all kind of sorted, we uh, split off my sister and her boyfriend went off to kind of do their own thing, have a little bit of a wander around. We spoke to a few more people that uh, were kind of hanging about near Peggy and then we ourselves also started to uh, wander around a few of the cars and stalls. I had come with a little bit of list of parts that I was hoping to uh, pick up. There were a few really good uh, auto jumbly stalls. I'd kind of hoped to see more, especially as when I watched uh, Steph's video of the Mini Metro weekend a few weekends back. She kind of said that there was really loads of stalls there, but to be fair, the amount of cars that were there this weekend, I don't know if there'd have been space for any more. Parts stalls really it was really a jam-packed event so unfortunately i didn't find the few bits and pieces that i was looking for so i ordered those uh, online when i got home that evening but there was a few kind of interesting bits and pieces to have a look at and then of course there was all the cars and we spent a good couple of hours walking around all of those cars it was so interesting to see so many different makes models uh, that all kind of had that similar back history to them. I did have a few favourite cars. It was very difficult to see every single car but there was definitely moments where I would chaotically run over towards uh, a car because I was just so excited and wanted to kind of look at this one in a lot more depth and kind of just wandering past uh, the large majority of them. So some real highlights for me were seeing a Morris Oxford for the first time in person. I'd seen a lot of photos of them online, I knew that there was kind of a lot of similarities between them and my little Morris Minor and I also followed a lady who owned one for a little bit uh, on Instagram and she seemed really pleased with it for the time that she had it and so I was kind of really interested to be able to see up close those differences and uh, the difference in size and there were some really beautiful examples on display at the weekend. I've also taken a real shine to the Morris marinas. The Morris marinas were actually allowed into the event for free this weekend to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Morris marinas. And they actually managed to get 50 of them, Uh, at least 50 of them was the last kind of count that I'd heard uh, on display in the kind of outside exhibit area, which was really lovely to see. So many kind of differences slightly between all the models, but I have to say that the Morris Marina Coupés are uh, a personal favourite. Another car I was so excited, and I think I probably let out a slight squeal to see in person, was actually a Austin A40 Somerset. I've become a little bit interested in uh, Austin's as a result of kind of seeing all the work that Scarlett Devay's done on hers. And I hadn't ever seen a A40 Somerset in person before, but there was actually two at the show next to each other. And it was really lovely to kind of get to see, especially a standard one, um, so that if I ever get to see a customised one at some point in the future, I can make those comparisons. But they really are such beautiful cars and uh, well looked after, this example was, and I loved uh, kind of looking at all the little details uh, and uh, interesting features that that particular car had i also a big fan of the Daimler darts, there was quite a few of those over towards the collections room there. Again, not a car that I'd seen very frequently before, but I really love their very unique look and also the kind of interesting engines that they had in them. Some really beautiful examples on display there. Finally, uh, a very popular car when I was trying to get some photos and filming of it was a Austin Frog-Eyed Sprite. They are such fun, happy, beautiful cars. Uh, I cannot uh, talk more highly about them. Uh, They're so beautiful. They're a car that I've always admired, um, understandably from a young age because they are such happy looking cars. And there was a really lovely example on display at the show. popped into the museum around lunchtime, for some lunch, had some absolutely lovely food, it was really nice. Um, I've never raved so much about a sandwich in my life, it was so good. And uh, we then had a look around a few of the antiques that they had up there that were kind of automotive related. I picked up a few little bits and pieces from there. And then uh, headed downstairs to have a good look around the museum. Like I said I've never been to this museum before primarily because uh, having kind of grown up with singers and roots I don't think the museum was massively uh, of interest to the kind of car clubs that we were attending because the museum is very heavily uh, filled with kind of history of the marks that all ended up being uh, BMC and Leyland but regardless it was a fascinating museum. I really loved how it was laid out, I loved the idea of the time road that they had going around the outside and I really nerded out about the kind of little details that they would invested into it such as changing the kind of quality of the road underneath the cars uh, as the time went on and as kind of infrastructure in. England changed to reflect these. Additionally, I was really impressed at the fact that you could get really up close and personal with so many of the cars. A lot of museums that I've gone to in the past are very keen to keep their cars behind uh, ropes and things like that. But you could really get very close to all of the cars. Some of the cars you really had to squeeze in between to get very close to. And it was really nice to be able to get close to the cars have a really good look at them thinking about kind of buying a car then it seems like a really good place to go because of that ability to get so close to the cars and get a really good look in them you could really start to pick out what sort of things particularly appeal to you Favorites of the cars in the museum was the fact that they have got the very first Morris Miner off the line in there, uh, collected in exchange for a Morris Million um, when those were all released. And it's in such beautiful condition, really a wonderful thing to see. Really starting to become a fan of the look of the low lights. Another Austin that caught my eye in the museum this time was the A30 convertible, a prototype that never went into full production but was a particularly gorgeous example and really something I wish they had produced because it would definitely be something that was on my wish list if it was. In fact before I'd read the sign I said to Jamie oh I want one and then realised that I probably would never have one. Um, unless there's people kind of out there making them into convertibles which is not something I've looked into but perhaps I should do now there was also a Morris Minor fire truck in the museum which was quite funny and I really enjoyed having a nosy at that it was uh, really beautifully presented and again that ability to get up close and see all those slight changes that they made to it were really lovely to be able to do finally on time road was the standard speed line from 1934 it's a lovely kind of creamy color with a lot of red detailing on it two of my favorite kind of color combinations and uh, a really beautiful example that actually when me and my sister were comparing notes after the show uh, was a car that had really caught both of our eyes way around the museum we had a look at the last few kind of cars that we hadn't managed to do in the morning that were outside and but it was really starting to get on there was a few people that were starting to uh, make their way out of the kind of car park so we quickly did those and then headed back over towards Peggy where there was kind of a nice grass verge uh, and were able to have a good sit and uh chat to a few people whilst we were there. It was really nice to just have that opportunity at the end of the day to have a really chill sit-down and enjoy uh, the, the lovely weather that we'd had. relatively good we were kind of among the last people to leave so it was a good job we didn't have any real issues with (laughs) Peggy this weekend um, because we've been sat there talking for so long but it was uh, a relatively smooth drive home we even managed to stop for some drive-through without any real issues which is uh, a lovely bonus after last weekend and my sister and her boyfriend were glad that they didn't have to become the push crew that we needed last weekend, but that problem definitely seems to have uh, been solved by the fitting of the alternator. And we managed to get home just in time for the football, uh, I guess, disappointingly, now. So, in conclusion, It was a really lovely show, definitely one that we will think about attending again in future, especially if uh, some of the people that we've uh, started to get to know at these shows are also going. It does eventually become, I think with these shows, a case of who's going and if you've got somebody to kind of do that nice sit down and have a chat with at the end of the day, which we were really fortunate to be able to. Is it one that I would personally recommend? I think if you're a fan of all things Leyland then you probably already know about it and you'd be a fool to miss it because there really is such a fantastic uh, display of all these cars and you can really see so many varieties, so many differences between all of them and really get to see basically an example of almost everything. Uh, so definitely worth a look there. It's also really a good show if you're new like me and you want to learn a bit more about kind of the history and the the background behind your cars. You've obviously got the museum there that is uh, gonna be able to offer you some information there, but there's also gonna be a lot of knowledgeable folk around that you can have a good chat to and learn more from. And like I said, if you're thinking about buying a classic car, uh, especially if you're thinking about buying uh, something that's either BMC or Leyland, it's definitely worth going uh, to kind of get an idea of what sort of things you'd like. And you can get really close in the museum, but also a lot of friendly folk outside will be able to help you learning more about the different cars that they own and the kind of pros and cons of all of them thank you very much for listening I hope to see some more of you at a few more shows this summer we've got a few more booked in um, so we're still going to have a pretty busy summer there's going to be a few more of uh, these reviews but thank you all so much for listening and uh, drive safely and happy motoring